Hello. Hello. I'm Steve Carr, and this is the Thought Thread Podcast, where we weave together content from around the digital landscape, from the internets, so that you can see some different concepts and ideas with which you might not be familiar, and consider how they apply in your specific context. And you can find my thread on my website, houseofcar.com. I always spell it. It's houseofcarr.com slash thread. And there you can either see the thread or you can subscribe to get it delivered to your inbox. I promise if you subscribe, I don't spam you. I don't sell the list. It's just a resource that I use to try to help you think better stuff. So every thread that I have, I organize it around a spiritual thought. Usually that's based upon a biblical text. And the text for this thread is Psalm chapter 146. And Psalm 146 is one of these psalms of ascent that people would sing as they were walking up to worship. And I say up to because the temple mount in the um, thousand years before Jesus was born, that temple mount was situated at a higher elevation. So as people went into worship, they would sing these psalms. And this psalm, I believe, has a theme of journeying, journeying to journey, moving. I just still like the word. I'm going to stick with it. Journeying from mortality to doxology. So the theme of this thread, based upon Psalm 146, is the theme, hallelujah. And when I think hallelujah and I think songs based upon that, I am forced to think of the classic Leonard Cohen song, Hallelujah. And even though he sang it, he isn't the only person. This is a well-covered song. This cover is by Rufus Wainwright, who I believe covered this for the movie Shrek, which makes it a little less solemn, right? And Cohen wrote this song using King David, the psalmist, as some sort of, you know, some sort of framework, but really just weaves in and out of his life. But it all lands down to the to the payoff, right, where he sings this haunting yeah, I just, I don't know it's just good lyrics even though well, it's good songwriting, the lyrics as you get into it, Cohen just goes all over the place and you're like, what is he even talking about? But either way I don't know, it's either solemn or romantic, I don't even understand that, but regardless The theme of this thread is hallelujah, hallelujah. By the way, hallel is this word for praise in Hebrew, and uh, yah at the end of it is the abbreviation of Yahweh. So it's hallel to God, hallelujah. So that's why we sing it. Moving on, though, to the thread. Link number one, the psychology of the silent treatment. And I will admit that this was an article that my wife passed along to me, and it's from the Atlantic. I found it compelling because we are in an era where people will ghost people. And I work with clients all over the country through text, email, phone call. I will reach out to them. And I would say that I'm ghosted, man, a good 15, 20% of the time where people I reach out to never return my messages. 
And, you know, I've, I've got thick skin. I'm used to it. That's fine. But what we need to see is that there's a psychology behind it because there are people, if you ghost them, especially if you have a personal relationship, it can be a trauma-inducing action. So I would offer that a better response for us. And, and Well, let me just stop. Why do we ghost people? We ghost them because we don't usually want to deal with some sort of conflict that a conversation will beget. So instead of actually entering into the conflict, we just avoid it altogether. And in a way, while we think that, okay, well, that makes it healthier for me, if you have the power in the relational dynamic, then you can be inflicting pain upon the other person by not responding to them. So I would tell you the better action is just to bite the bullet and to have the conversation. And this article in The Atlantic really affirms that as well. So it's quite the compelling read. And by the way, you know, just even to give you behind, why do I think this fits in with hallelujah? I think of hallelujah as us speaking, a uh, us praising, us talking to God, and we people of faith who see that as an act of part, how are we who are created in the image of God then treating his creation in a way where it's just like, I don't even need to communicate with you? And that's usually the relational dynamic that many skeptics struggle with this idea of God. It's like, I, I, can, I can speak directly to God, and we people of faith say, yes, you can, but when we're the very ones who are ghosting other people, that's just bad practice, y'all. So, I feel like this fits. Read it. See how it affects you. The second article is from Wired Magazine. I didn't put the title of it in the thread, but the actual title is The Digital Divide is Giving American Churches Hell. <laughs> find, that, find that interesting. Now, this article is dated as far as pandemic times are concerned. So this was written back in February. Sitting here in June 2021, we are entering into a post-pandemic time. So like even four months ago is crazy. But I do appreciate this, is that Wired, which is a secular tech magazine, talks about the dynamic that has been created in the middle of COVID, which is church's adaptation to technology. And what I think it does is it shows how churches have done that and how they have had to change their dynamics of worship to facilitate this. I think this is a compelling article because those of us working or volunteering in churches are going to have to figure out what that digital uh, divide looks like moving out of this. How do we continue to keep this going? And again, there are many church leaders speaking about this. I just enjoy that it was done from a secular perspective, and I think there's some compelling concepts within it. So I encourage you to give that article a read. The third article is from uh, Nautilus, which is an online science magazine. I'll find articles there a few times a year. This one I liked, Why We Can't Live Without Sports. And again, I see this tying in because people, you know, if we, we people who are followers of God, we praise him, but we realize that just as many people praise the athletes on the field with more passion than they do in their worship of the creator. So what is that about? This takes a very scientific look at why people do it, understanding our tendencies as humans, why we do this. I think it's that because we are in the midst of sports liveliness, right? So you have hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs, uh, baseball is in full swing. The NFL is always in some perpetual state of being relevant. You know, training camps are starting up for 
my family, we're in the middle of the European Soccer Championship. It's funny because they call it Euro 2020, but since they had to delay it because of the pandemic, instead of calling it Euro 2021, they're still calling it Euro 2020. So it blows my mind, the branding there. I just don't get it. But either way, we're in this point where sports are everywhere and interest in sports still remains at an all-time high why can't humans do without sports? This scientific approach tries to um, just play that out. So interesting read there. The fourth link that I provide is entitled Leaders Matter, but so do followers. And I like this article because so much, whether you're in business or church, talks about the developing, the development of human leadership, right? Those who will step up and make bold choices and decisions, who have vision to take people to places where they've never been. The thing I enjoy about this article from Fast Company Magazine is that it emphasizes the role of followership. And again, some many leaders at one point were followers in training, and it talks about the need, the importance of having good followers who will make bold choices. And there's a lot of resources about this, but I appreciate this synopsis by Fast Company because it discusses as much as we fixate on the power of good leadership, good followership is just as important. For each thread, I recommend a book. The book for this month is called Art and Faith by Makoto Fujimura, who I have found a very encouraging voice and presence within my life. He, again, even though he is an artist and he is a well-renowned artist, uh, Fujimura is a follower of Jesus and speaks at a deep level of faith. I'm very impressed when I read his books. His previous book, Refractions, uh, was just really, really inspirational to me considering how I as a person creates within uh, the Kingdom of God. That's a great read. You should read that book anyways. But this book, Art and Faith, was just released here in recent months. And he talks about just that dynamic at a deeper level. And even though he is an artist, many of his observations are deeply rooted in theology. And you would think this was read written by a seminarian. So I find it compelling I think you would too, even if you don't. I have provided, and I do this for every thread, some quotes from the book, some highlights that you will be able to read and see if it's a good fit for you. But I'm telling you, if you want to see how uh, God works through foundational theological aspects in a world of creativity, then Makoto Fujimura is your guy. I enjoy his contributions. And speaking of contributions, in most threads I include a personal contribution Mine, this edition, is an article that I wrote on my blog entitled The Sin of Pastoral Narcissism. The Sin of Pastoral Narcissism. And this is something I've been thinking about for a while, this idea of ministers who lead and are in the pulpit, but they have a certain display of hubris that just permeates everything that they do. And it's been through some interactions in recent months where I've worked with pastors who have exhibited narcissism 
that I was like, you know, this is something I need to dive into. I actually found a study from a few years ago about some Canadian pastors that said 30% of these pastors could be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder, NPD. And I found it interesting because then the average age of the sample size was about 60 years old, which is on the higher end of the range, this age range. So this would be people who were near the end of their very ministry career who came to prominence outside of a digital age where there was not social media, and yet they were highly narcissistic. And, and also that took place in Canada. I don't know why I think of Canadians as just being more humble than American. I don't know. Maybe that's just my bias, but that just was concerning to me. So actually, there's a line from Simon and Garfunkel's song, The Boxer. And the line that I, whenever I would come into contact with narcissism, I would say this line, that a man hears what he wants to hear, and he disregards the rest. And thinking about that line and thinking about the song of The Boxer, I talk about narcissistic personality disorder and what we should do to prevent that. So maybe this resonates with you. And you know, I would even say, if this topic doesn't resonate with you, I hope it's not because you're a narcissist, but I understand that I have the tendencies to become narcissistic. I think, again, very by virtue that I'm making a podcast that probably very few people listen to, could show that I have some potential narcissistic tendencies. And that's why I think it's a topic worth exploring and seeing how that can just ruminate in my soul and hopefully your soul as well, so that I can either prevent it in my life or confront it in others. So something I had on my heart, I hope you find that compelling. All of these links are things that I have found in my reading. I have this on my mind to be able to give to you, to push you to try to think more, just to to try to integrate thoughts from different places and see how it impacts your day-to-day So that is the purpose of the thread, and that is all she wrote for this week. So I thank you for joining me. Thanks for the privilege. Keep thinking about this. If you have thoughts on this thread, let me know my website, houseofcar.com slash thread. And until then, we'll catch you in a few weeks with a new episode. Goodbye now.